Independent nation. All Mongols ancestry. All world's good deeds. Oh, we're a little early on that one. She's belting. Always stable. Forever getting through. Continue. With all honest nations of the world. <laughs> all right, all right. Come on, though. Come on, come on. Let's get into it. All right, let's get started. When we finally got down to something which the individual says he really wants to do, I will say to him, you do that. And uh, forget the money. Uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing, you will spend your life completely wasting your time. You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. This is episode three of Footwork, and this is the unprofessional, professional side of the game, aka Dirty Footy. Mm-hmm. And for those of you wondering, that was the Mongolian national anthem tune brought to you by Dylan and Sean, singing perfectly. Perfect English translated lyrics. Yes, of course, yes, that was the English translation version. <laughs> Did you listen to that in the locker room before games with everyone, or...? In my headphones, yeah. In the headphones. Not as a team, not in the stadium. No, um, we're sharing that one locker room with ten teams. Yeah, yeah, so so we had, you know, eight of the ten teams in the Premier League playing in the same stadium, and we all shared, like, four locker rooms, pretty much. You had to, like, bring your own locker, you just kind of, you just hoped it was, it would so, be there so, by the end of the, of the no, game? No, so there was, there was literally, there, this locker room, there was no such, there wasn't a locker Okay. It was just a bench. Oh, okay. Just one in, bench in a big square room. Did you have Did you have uh, any of the Japanese players sitting on your lap on the no, bench too? Thankfully, not during pregame. You know, it's another funny thing. So we shared locker rooms, but this is actually in a lot of public places in Mongolia, public restrooms specifically. Okay. There, it's not uncommon for there to be no toilet paper. Like what for do you example, mean it's in, not uncommon. So in the stadium. In the bathroom, in the locker room, yes. or anywhere in the stadium, actually, there is no toilet paper in the bathroom. Like, you're expected to provide your own. Like, people bring their own? Yes. Like, that's their packing? Bring their they're they're packing. So I got my, you know, my boots. Your guards. My guards, my socks, my jersey, <laughs> uniform, and throw in some wipes, just in case, you know? Okay. And But this is not uncommon. This is not just a stadium. This is in Mongolia, in a lot of public places, it's not, it's, it's... Not rare to find that there's no toilet paper. So, so I don't know why it's a thing. I don't, and is. I do want to ask: Did you learn the hard way? Um, no, I found out really quickly. Okay, good. because I saw. I think I may have saw someone pull out a roll of toilet paper pregame and be like, "Dude, what are you doing with You're that? Like, what is that?" And yeah, <laughs> just lightening the load. I was like, "All right, bro, noted." You, bro, now you, I know. You're nervous before those games, dude. Man. You gotta expect the unexpected. You know, and I learned that really quickly. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't expect the unexpected. Really? Especially with my first, my first uh, success story going to Australia. Okay, so let's hear it. So this is your first professional season. So this is my first professional season. Yes, this is down in, in Tasmania, okay. Australia. For those of you who don't know where Tasmania is, mm-hmm. Tasmania is on the southern coast of Australia. It's literally an island um, closer to Antarctica than the equator. It's so it's not as actually warm as you would think. Yeah. Winters are pretty cold. But, yeah, so I get there. As we've said on prior episodes, I'm just so hyped to get there. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't wait. And I think part of me was a bit naive in this because I was told um, through someone who was representing me at the time that all I have, would have to do is, you know, work this cushy job with the team. Right. Now he For visa purposes. Yeah, he was explaining that this would be for visa purposes right. and you know, like it would help me out with some uh-huh. some extra money and stuff. Right, you know, right, right. To live like really no, comfortable. Bi- no big deal. Just a little side job. Yeah. Visa whatever. purposes, get you some extra cash, that's it. And I didn't ask okay. too much into it. Right. Because I'm all I'm thinking about is how I'm gonna prove myself during right, the season. Right, right. You know? So I get there, um, spend a couple of days you know, just adjusting to the time and everything. Time difference is crazy. And I'm told you should get some boots from Kmart. There's Kmart's in, in Australia. Okay. What and kind of boots? Not football, soccer boots. Like construction, construction loading, work boots. steel toe boots. Okay. And still, you think right there, red flag should go it's off. big right? red flag. Red flag should go off. I'm still, my only thought is is preseason though, and I can't wait right. to like. Right, All your focus is in, in footy. All this. We've had some training sessions. Uh-huh. That's all my focus. We get closer and, you know, some more warning signs pop up, but I'm still just whatever. So I'm I'm told I'll have to go to this play starting very early this, this Monday, a couple mm-hmm. weeks after I get there. I get there. I have my boots. I I pull into this place uh-huh. and I just see 3,000, I kid you not, 3,000 bricks at least, maybe <laughs> even more. But if you could just picture 3,000 very, very big bricks. In a, like, in a pile. In multiple piles, not one pile. <laughs> so I get there and I'm like, oh, these boots, like I, I, no way that I'll be doing anything with those. Right. I'm like, oh, they'll probably have me doing data entry, uh-huh. answering phones. Come to find out. Come to find out, I get put to work right then and there. Right away. Here's gloves, hat, hard hat. Have at it, son. Glasses, have at it, son. Move this brick and mortar. Move move this brick over there. Move this brick from this pile to that pile. Just imagine if you could picture just a football field worth of bricks, and these bricks don't move, don't leave that football field. They're going from one side to the other. And this is what you have to do. This is what I have to do. Just pick one by one. Eight hours. Picking bricks up, different sizes of bricks, different colors of bricks. I've never seen so many bricks. This is just for visa purposes. Just a light job. Yeah. Nothing big. We'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that later. But long story short, I was super naive on it. I ended up lasting a week. Wow. That's crazy. In the grand scheme of things, though, I look back, and especially then, it didn't matter. Like, yeah, I was right, pissed right, at first. Right, right. You know, I'm calling people like, what the hell is going on here? Now, this is no fault to the team because this is what the team had in place. But there right, was, right, right. in some way or another, not to bad talk anyone, there was a communication breakdown. Right. 
And especially, I didn't do my homework. Right. So I put that on me. Right. Especially. Right, right. So I last a week. All's good. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't sweat that. Right. You know it's what no I mean? Big deal. You were I there was, to play. I was there to play and all that other side shit. And all your focus was, was in getting ready for the season. Yeah. You're excited. It's your first professional contract. Exactly. This job sucks, but, you know, like you said, you quit after a week. week. Yeah, whatever. And, you know, a little, a little blue on. collar work's always good. Yeah, put a little... A little hair on my, yeah. on my chest, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, we moved on. I got You're like still a working co- on that. Yeah, it's never, <laughs> but we move on, and I got I got a like a coffee shop job that I worked part time too. Dill a making a latte. Decaf Dill make that lattes. Yeah, all day for sure. And and you know we're gonna touch on throughout this episode, but you got to do things for the right reasons. Yeah, exactly. And when you're not doing things for the right reasons, any dream you're chasing. Um, when you hit big obstacles like this, you show up to a job and that's a, that's an early obstacle. And to think like I get there 24 hour flight and I'm moving bricks like the second week I'm there. And you have no idea that you would have been doing everything's going through my head and those when I'm moving a brick from point A to point B. I'm thinking, your mind's playing games with you. What are you doing here? I thought this was my first contract. Right. What is going on? I don't need to be doing this. Right, right, right. You know, but I, but I was doing it for the right reason. So even though that was a hell week for me, right. I moved past it and things got just right massively. Your reasons for doing this are so much bigger than just this terrible job. Exactly. It's, It's. now we're laughing about it. That's pretty funny. It's hilarious. And like, um, you know, I have an example in Mon- in Mongolia. We uh, we went there with four Americans, and essentially we all have the same contract. We're playing on the same team. Everything's the same. Mm-hmm. We show up the same day. We had the same flight together, and um, you know, we get there, and a few days into it, there these these two guys. All they did was complain about how terrible. The situation was mm-hmm. just about everything. They just complained about everything, like things that weren't even that bad. Or I like... mean, just everything. You know, the training field, which was pretty bad, but whatever. It is what it is. And they missing home. The I situation. Bet. They're missing home. They're missing. You know, family, friends. Calling their boys. And yeah, calling just girlfriends. Just constantly yeah. complaining, and I couldn't understand. You know, we are literally living in the same exact situation. Everything is the same. Financials, everything. Everything's the same. Mm-hmm. And we have such a different perspective on this. Mm-hmm. Just a week, two weeks into this. Mm-hmm. And they actually wound up leaving two weeks. Two, two weeks, weeks into it, they left. So two 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 weeks. They two weeks and they weren't games. even stacking bricks. They played two games that <laughs> weren't stacking bricks. They were just and eating they, soup. And, and they pieced. And they pieced. Oh they were God. out. They left. And it just goes to show they weren't doing this for the right reason because... They were doing it probably for some, some superficial reason, you know, like mm-hmm. we, we spoke about how, you know, you're they doing it for the Instagram, Instagram fame, yeah, yeah. and all, I'm a professional soccer player, blah, blah, blah. And they hit a few obstacles. There were a few things that came up and, and they left and they were out. And like we said, we were in the exact same situation. Yeah. You know, they obviously didn't go in with the same expectations as, as you. Absolutely not. I was there. This, I was super excited. This is my first professional contract, mm-hmm. you know, in fact, everything exceeded my expectations. I couldn't find anything on the internet about Mongolia. So when I got there, I was amazed at how much better it was. Like even the apartment was straight. Yeah. It was a two-bedroom apartment, big living room, big kitchen. You know, that was the one thing. I thought I was going to be living in a tent <laughs> with a bunch of sheep or something. And I get there and I have an apartment. You're like, all right, I can Running do this. water, everything was good. Oh, man. At least you had freaking... At least you had that. Like I've, I've had contract where I didn't have a shower. We had to walk to go take a shower. Oh, my God. I mean, granted, it wasn't that far. It's very funny, but, like, we... There was no shower in the but apartment. In, in, apartment in is straight. Apartment it was very there, nice. No shower. no shower. 
and we had to walk to this 24-hour gym, which was very close. But, like, you get home from a, a game and you want to take, like, another right. shower. We're going sneaking into this, like, 24-hour gym <laughs> and taking, like, it's showers. Quick rinse. Imagine just for a whole year taking showers with flip-flops. Oh, my God. Always. Little things. It's the and little then, things. And there, there's another thing, you know? And actually, now that you bring up showers, there was this time in Mongolia in the middle of the summer... So this is it. They, they're already gone, these two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm enjoying everything there. Middle of the summer, it's hot out. And uh, I find out that two weeks in the summer, every part of the city loses hot water mm-hmm. for two weeks. And it just happened to me, my district's turn. So for You didn't know this going in. Oh, I had no idea. No one warned you? No, there was no warning from anyone. Nothing in the contract, nothing from players. And this is to what, save... I don't know. I guess water? maybe to save hot water, electricity. I I'm not sure what the idea is. I didn't get that deep into it. They're just testing you for two All months. I knew is that I was body. showering. I was heating up my water in a pot and a hot water heater, putting it in a bucket, and then scooping hot water out of a bucket and showering with, or I wouldn't call it showering. <laughs> you <laughs> was, were dumping yeah, shots on me. I was dumping little cups of water on me. Pixie cup? It was like a shot. It was, it, was, it was literally... I, the smallest glass you can imagine. That's hilarious. And I would slowly shower with that. But yeah, that's another thing. It was like, at first I was kind of annoyed, you know, when I find out, oh, okay, there's no hot water. Then I ask teammates, what's the deal? I don't know hot water. Can you call, you know, the company? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, no, no. For the next two weeks, you don't have hot water. And like for a few minutes, I'm annoyed, but you get over it. And now yeah, like, I it's mean, funny. It's like- and then when I'm sitting there showering, not, I'm not, I can't even call it showering. I wonder, I wonder Bathing the- with a bucket yeah. of water on the sink. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I really wonder what that first day was like when you got the hot water back. Oh, it was amazing. You appreciate it. Well, how how hot is the summer there? It gets hot. I mean, like... So they think they do it during the summer, you'll miss it less. Yeah. Well, and also, like, the winter is so cold. You know, minus 40, minus 50 degrees. Yeah. If you take hot water away from people, there's going to be problems. But in the summer, it's 80, you know, 90 degrees. Yeah, exactly. It's hot. Okay. So, like... Realistically, is it a, is it a dry hot in? or is it like a New it York is. humid? No, hot. it's a dry hot, but like you're in the city, so there's nowhere to escape. Okay. There's no water around. There's nah. like there's nowhere to escape the sun. Okay. Basically, so it's hot, hot. You're you in know, it. and there's also just so much uh, pollution from cars and stuff that like, just imagine being downtown Manhattan in the middle of the summer. It's just you have exhaust and the sun. It's yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it's nasty. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm just very happy for you that you finally got that water back. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, but that's I feel like these little things is just kind of highlights what we said. This is the unprofessional side right. of the professional game. Right. There's so many, there's so many things that you would just expect as a basic need. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we first off, I think you just always weigh your expectations against right, these big right, right, clubs, right? And you think you get everything exactly. When there's these little things that all these teams. You know, kind of sneak in, sure. or they're just not organized. Whatever it may be, it changes and, with every. Club. And before you go to these teams, especially our first contract, we, I mean, my Mongolian expectations were a little different, but still, I was just thinking, you know, what is a professional life going to be? How am I going to be treated? How am I supposed to be treated? I yeah. thought, and yeah. you know, you you learn very quickly that none of that stuff is true. No. You know. Um, no, I mean, there's always, there's always like a, there's always like a wake up call. Right, right, right. And I've had those just like when I arrived in, when I arrived in Australia, when I arrived in Sweden, a bit different, okay. but it was still like another thing. Like, you know, I just, I haven't made it 
to where I want to be. Right, right, right. So what happened in Sweden? So I'm, I'm, I'm traveling to Sweden. I fly into Stockholm, Mm -hmm. take a couple, like a train and then a bus into this, this, uh, city right outside my small town. Okay. This small town, 900 people where I'm going to play Mm -hmm. first time in Europe. And I'm excited as hell. You know, it's not the, it's not the best division. I'm playing in the sixth division. Um, but it's just, it's a place to prove myself. You're in Europe now. And I'm continuing the journey. I'm in Europe. This is where I've wanted to be. Australia was dope, but now I'm in Europe. This is where it is, Mm -hmm. you know? So I get there and I, I meet up with another kid who was from, from New York, Mm -hmm. uh, from Connecticut actually. And we meet up and we start taking the trains together. Um, we get to where our last final bus needs to be. And this has been a long day of traveling, you know? Red eye flight, trains, buses. 16, 17 hours at this point. I'm experiencing culture shock for the first time. I'm looking at these Swedish signs, everything. I can't... Right, you don't even understand the language. No, because Australia, man, I... I, This is how I describe it to people. It's just... It's the U.S. with accents. Right, It's the same thing. Right. It's all the same. Yeah. You know? But Sweden is not New York with accents. Right. I guess it is in a way. But... (laughs) We get there and we're trying to find this last bus. We can't find it, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And... Two kids come up to us around our age, and they start talking to us in Swedish. Obviously, we probably just look lost. We have tons of bags. Right, right, you know? right. And in the middle of nowhere. In the middle. It's not the middle of nowhere. It's in, like, a smaller city. Okay. But it's at a bus station. Right. And they can just tell that we're, like, you know, what's going on. Right. And they start talking in Swedish. We're like, yeah, sorry. Like, we don't speak Swedish. It's our first day here. They switch it straight to a Midwestern accent. These guys ended up being some freaking um, dudes from the Midwest that what? were out there on some like religious retreat. What? Mormons. Yeah. Nicest people ever. They end up doing, because they sp- only there for like a couple months, they speak fluent Swedish. Incredible. I don't speak any Swedish. <laughs> I was there for way longer. Did you pick up 10 words? Yeah, I picked up 10 words. Tak is thanks. Tak. Tak, tak, tak. Tak is like, Tuxin thank you kid. very much. I'm probably butchering that. Yeah. But anyway, back to that. I'm trusting you. They come back, they do their research, and they're like, yeah, your bus isn't coming for another five, six hours. We're like, what? They're like, we timed this out with the, you know, the team. Right. We call the guy on the team, and we're like, yeah, we have to wait here for six hours. This is, this is March. Right. In Sweden, so it's... April, whatever. It's pretty cold. Yeah, pretty cold. April, I guess, because... Um, I call them and he's like, oh yeah, it's Easter. <laughs> the buses don't run. Oh, really? I go, oh, that makes great. Sense. Yeah, that was something I probably should have known. Right. You know, and when we got there, we laughed about it too, but it was just another thing like, I'm hunting down people to try and you figure would, out would, how I can even get to this place. You would think you know? that that would be handled. You know, you get, you get picked up from the airport. You would think. And then you go right to the, whatever city you're in, whatever club you're at. Yeah. And then we had... But it's not always the case. And then we had um, two weeks preseason, not even at our own field, and we have to get ready for, you know, it's just, it's different. No, it's it's crazy because the same thing in Mongolia. We show up, 24-hour trip from New York to Ulaanbaatar. Where was your uh, layover? Beijing. So it was like, it was 14 hours from New York to Beijing. Then we had like a seven or eight hour layover. And then it's in Beijing. Oh, in Beijing, and then it's an hour and a half flight to Mongolia. But it's a it's twenty four it's twenty five hours of traveling, and we get there and it's three a.m. local time. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we're like all what time? Are, yeah, what time is it? Up. What time is it for it's you? It's a twelve hour difference, so it's really three p.m. in New York. Okay, but it's just yeah, your your mind's all messed up. Yeah, and uh, they are there to pick us up, actually. Thankfully, which was very <laughs> compared to your story, that would have been a nightmare. It's not something that you thought was a no, great thing until yeah. you heard that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm very grateful for that, and. Um, you know, they tell us, they drive us to the apartment, they kind of give us clothes and stuff and the uniforms and whatnot. And they say, yeah, um, you know, training tomorrow, 11 o'clock. You know, we're hyped. We're obviously exhausted, yeah, but we're hyped. Yeah, yeah. First professional team, you know, we first training, great. Um, and the season starts Friday, five days from now. Did you know that going into it? Not a clue. Could you not find that? You said you so did your research. I, I did my research, but the previous season, I guess they started like... Later a week and a half later. So I was thinking we had about two weeks, like you said. Yeah. Two weeks preseason with the team, you know, train, you know, you get you get the starting 11, you know, sort of figured out, tactics, all that stuff. No. We have we have five <laughs> days until, until the first game. So immediately, now I'm like, all right, so first off, this is the first season, official season I've had after college. Yeah. And, you know, nothing is the same. And then I come to find out that Everything that we had in college, all, you know, phys- the physios yeah. and trainers yeah. and the medical and the, 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 the workout areas, the gyms, yeah. the fields, yeah. all oh, top of the line. This is, this is something to. that we definitely took for granted. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we're at this, we're at a D3 college. Upstate New York. And we have great facilities. We have two different gyms. Two different gyms. You got ice baths. Training room. Now yeah. I know like the D ones are even more, but those those D one colleges like if you could if you compare that to clubs like yeah. oh my god those are like professional, professional. clubs and like in fact some of them are bigger Belgium. than professional clubs bigger oh, better mean, facilities think about how much money those oh make, so much you know? money so much but even us like all that stuff we took for granted being able to see a physio anytime during the day full time physios the physios here part time I mean something as simple as tape. As tape, yeah, you would think you would you think, think tape would be like the most basic thing to have. Yeah. No, but these are just little they're things. Not, it's little not things that you wouldn't expect. They don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Right. But to someone who's looking for excuses and not doing it for the right reasons, those little things oh, add for up. Sure. Now, for us, we sit here and laugh about exactly. it, and we exchange stories about things we didn't have. But once again, it's just these are all little bumps in the road that. If you're doing some, you're doing this for the, some superficial reason. Yeah. There are just more and more reasons why you are going to quit and why your mind's going to keep telling you, don't stop doing this. Exactly. This is ridiculous. Look how you're being treated. Exactly. You're supposed to be professional. Yeah, I mean, I took ice baths in garbage cans. Now, if I was doing this for the wrong reasons, and I said, oh, I need to take ice baths in whirlpools You'd and music, big, yeah. I would have been out. But I was doing it because I was sore shit for sure. from games, and I needed to. Exactly. You know? This is just what happened there. And and you really have to look, be able to learn how to look after your body yourself because you don't have a physio or trainer to, you know, you have an injury, you have something here and there that they could fix. And, and they know what they're doing. Sometimes there's there's translation breakdowns too. Absolutely. There's, and there's been in Sweden and... And now here we go. Let's go into this story. So <laughs> halfway through the season, Uh-oh. the last game of the first half of the season in Mongolia. Okay. I uh, go up for a header... Kid takes out my legs, kind of just jump over his shoulder, so I land on my hand. Yeah, I picture that. Ugh. And I know I land on my wrist. I know it's broken immediately. Oh my god! So um, did you hear a crack? No, but like I've done it. I, I broke it before, so I I knew it. I yeah. knew it was broken. Um, 
you know, I get to halftime, I just wrap it with the ace bandage, just play the rest of the game. Yeah, I get through the game. I know it's broken, but, you know, whatever. It's just Ch- a risk. Champion. Yeah, no big deal. And then, finish the game, I say, okay, let's go. We need to go to the hospital. I know it's broken. I, just, I need to get an x-ray on it just to check it out. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's not broken. It's not. In my head, I know it is. So we go to the hospital. What a madhouse that was. Just Yeah. I mean, paint that, paint that picture for us quickly. All right. So I walk in <laughs> and <laughs> immediately there's just people everywhere in the hallway laying down. Yeah. I mean, you have, you have guys holding, like their, he- holding their head bleeding. Oh, I mean, it man. looks like a war zone. It's a war scene. It's a war scene. <laughs> Jesus. And people are just everywhere. Yeah. It's just a madhouse. Yeah. And then, you know, we finally go down and sit down to like the secretary person. And, uh, at first they won't even, they won't even look at my hand. They're like, Oh, you know, through translation. Uh-huh. So the team doctor who is just someone studying medicine, he's not even a sports therapist. Okay. He's just studying medicine. So there, there's, there you <laughs> said, there's there our professional go. team doctor. There you go. This is a guy that's still in, in university Part-time, studying yeah. medicine. And through broken translation, he's like, yeah, they won't see you because you're a foreigner. So you need to pay them equivalent of like $50, but so you there's need to pay a lot of money. So I need to seen. pay just an upfront fee because is, I'm, I'm this a foreigner. A, this is a fast. This is, the non, this is a non-Mongolian <laughs> upfront fee. Before this is an entry fee. Before it's you like get getting into money. a club, you know, yeah, yeah, the yeah. cover charge. This is yeah. not cover. Got to pay oh 50 bucks. And one thing leads to another. And finally they take an x-ray in my hand and, uh, the doctor then comes out and talks to the doc, my, the team doctor for like 10 minutes mm-hmm. and like, it's an x-ray. So it's, you either see it before broken. they talk to you, before they talk to me, this is in Mongolian. Okay. Now. Okay. And like, there's no English being spoken. So I'm trying to listen, you know, and pick out a, one word out of every 7,000 words. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on, what's being said. And 10 minutes later, no joke, five to 10 minutes later, like I was sitting there like an idiot, just mm-hmm. listening. I have no idea what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The doctor, the, the hospital doctor, she goes, um, yeah, your wrist, um, is, uh, and then she like does a thing with her hand, like broken. Yeah. And she goes, no broken. Oh, no broken. I was like, oh, it's not broken. I was like, okay, so what is it? And then she's like looking for the word. And like, essentially she says like, it's a sprain, a tendon. Okay. okay. Sprained a tendon. Uh-huh. So I was like, ah, oh, wow. It, you know, it's pretty swollen and I can't move my hand. I won't, whatever. Okay. So they give me it. They buy this little bandage wrap around my hand. They say, Perfect. just wear this for two weeks. You'll be good. Good as new. Good as new. So I go on the rest of the season. It's still killing me the rest of the half, second half of the season playing with it. Fall on a few times in games, obviously, you know, no big deal. Just a hand. And then, uh, as soon as I get home, Literally the first day I'm back in America, get it checked out because it's not better yet. And yeah, doctor shows me the x-ray. She goes, take a look at it. What do you see? And you can see a break straight across the bottom. Oh, it's, it, there's oh, no there's, doubt. There's no, there's no doubt. Now you didn't see that and you couldn't see that when you were in Mongolia. Like you didn't see the crack. <laughs> so if I saw the x-ray, I would have saw this break easy because it was so clear to see. Oh, you didn't see and the x-ray. I asked for the x-ray uh-huh. many times, or at least to take a picture of the x-ray to send to my sister who does that for a living. And they wouldn't let me see the x-ray. No. They said, no, we can't see it. I was like, no, can you just send me the x-ray, like an email or something? Like, no, we can't do that. I was like, okay, let me just take a picture of the x-ray on my phone. No, no, no. We yeah, can't because show your you. sister. And they wouldn't give me she the x-ray. look at it, yeah. So this, this, looking back, this was a red flag immediately. After they were talking, you know, without me, probably uh, explaining, like, started putting some oh, yeah, together. it's broken, but don't let him know this because we need him for the second half of the season. Oh. 
and you know just sucked it up and played for the rest of the season always thinking like wow this really hurts and it's not getting better and as time went on I was like this is definitely broken you know I can't I can't pick things up more than like a few pounds with my hand or else it kills me every time I fall on it it's like a shooting pain up my arm. It just all made sense. It right? all made sense. When you got home and you saw the x-ray, yeah. it was just Everything like a little clicked. click. Everything clicked. Like, wow, I brain, got played. Brain blast. They played. They you played. Got, dude, you got played. But at the same time, I'm happy that I didn't find out because if it was broken, I definitely would have left mm-hmm. because I'm not going to trust the doctors there to do something with my wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just didn't. Yeah, you felt I like mean, it needed. I, for me, it was like, it's just a wrist. I can play with a broken wrist and I have before. <laughs> But it would have just... Gogg and shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a risk. We're playing footy. You use your legs, not your hands. Yeah. A little push here and there might hurt, but whatever. Yeah, you just you get were, used to it. You were really... And when you're, in the, when you're in the game, like your adrenaline's going, you don't feel as much pain as after the game, then it, then it can bother you. But regardless, yeah, you just got to suck gotta it adapt. up and adapt. And exactly. This is another unprofessional thing that... Dude, that's not even that. I mean, that's not the, even funny, that. the funniest part too is in my contract, it said they covered my medical, whatever that even means... They covered my medical, and here we are, the doctor's probably telling the team doctor that it's broken, and mm. five minutes later, they say, oh, it's just a sprain. Some so conspiracy I don't theories are true. Yeah, some conspiracy theories. Dude, but that's not even, like, that hard, you know? Like, when I was, when I was in Sweden, um, we got food as part of our contract, uh-huh. right? And we would make a list, you know, of what we wanted, and... One time we put ketchup and barbecue sauce Okay. on the list. Basics. Only ketchup comes back. We think they made a mistake, you know, whatever. Right. We ask them and they say, you can only get one condiment at a time. <laughs> Talk about having to no, adapt. No sweet baby bro. raises, weak son. Yeah, broken wrists, barbecue sauce. I mean, that's a adapt. lot. That's much more difficult. But seriously, you know, like, barbecue sauce. But yeah, exactly. You gotta adapt. I think like, um, just in these times, you know, whatever's thrown at you, whether it's, you know, you can't eat the food you want to eat, yeah. or your wrist is broken and you don't know it. Right. You gotta be able to flow through that and adapt. Right. And I. I oh, this great quote here. Peep mm-hmm. this. This is what it is. Okay. I said, empty your mind, be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Yeah, and that's that's Bruce Lee. It's amazing. That's amazing, right? Yeah, you got to adapt, you got to... Just kind of put yourself in those different situations and, you know, become those situations. Right. Just go acknowledge, acknowledge the situation. Mm-hmm. It might be a terrible situation. Something came up that you had no idea what uh, mm-hmm. would happen. Just something you totally didn't expect out of left field. Yeah. Acknowledge that it's there. See what it is. Figure out a solution and yeah. keep going around it. Yeah. Don't keep running into the wall. Go around the wall. Go around the wall. Yeah, because you exactly. keep bashing your head into the same wall and worrying about this problem or whatever happened. It's not going to fix it. It's no. already happened. It's already passed. It's already passed. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a, that's a big thing is that these little things all at once, like we said, when you, when you add them together, they right. become this huge thing. Right. Leave them on their own. Right. You know, they come at you one at a time. Right. Take them. And when they're all, stand, when they're standing alone, they're weak. They're powerless. You know? 
when you put them all together in your head, it makes it seem like this this terrible situation. I mean, I can think about every bad thing that happened in Mongolia, and it would seem like it was just a terrible experience. Especially but, at once, you know, you can go exactly. down, you can dig that hole very exactly. deep, oh, very quick. If I want to, sure, you can. I can put myself in that my mind in that position, but you can fall quick in that too. The way I see it, it was just funny. Every little thing that happened, it it, it couldn't have been worse. I mean, I played three months with a broken wrist. Yeah. And, you know, actually I did all my traveling in Mongolia with the broken wrist yeah. and yeah, I was swimming around with a broken wrist and yeah. I was having a grand old yeah. time thinking, oh, it's just a sprain. Don't worry about it. And you always and, think. And now, and that's another point is like, my dad actually came out and visited me during that time. And if I was to find out it was broken, I would have went home and he would have never came. Yeah. So it all worked out for the best because I had we saw some great yeah, yeah. things outside the city. And your wrist is fine sick. now. And it's fine. It's kind of worked There's out. nothing wrong. Yeah. You had surgery, easy, fixed, no problem now. Yeah. I have no problems with it. And that three months I experienced, there's some crazy stories. In that three months, actually, I was in the Mongolian movie. Check this out. What? So yes. <laughs> I can't believe I just thought of this. So yes, in those three months, it was like, t- it was probably the last month I was there. Um, Nigel and Tim, my other American friends were walking on the street and long story short, a director wanted foreigners in this movie. That was like a version of step up. They just needed Americans. It was supposed to be placed in LA. Okay. And we wound up being in the movie. We had a one minute scene where the director literally told us we had no lines, nothing to say. No direction. They just said, just like BS and just talk shit for a minute or Uh basically until we say stop. Okay. So we just said random things. What did you talk about? And we hyped up Nigel. He, he like makes music and rap and stuff. So we hyped up his, his, uh, hyped up his mixtape. His mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> no mix no one speaks English there, so they have no idea what we were saying, but they love it because we're like amazing. giggling and laughing yeah, and yeah, pushing yeah. each other and uh-huh. just being idiots. But yeah, if I left, if I left in, in June, that three months, I would have never been in a movie. I would have never, never gone out to the, the countryside of Mongolia. There's so many things. What Now, have you seen this movie? <sighs> Unfortunately, no, because I, I had to leave before <laughs> I had to leave before uh, the red carpet event. There was a oh, legit man. red carpet event. It would have been on a Mongolian um, red carpet. And I want to see it because one, this scene would be hilarious to see. I don't even remember what, made, what we well, said. What made it? Too. But what made it? Uh-huh. Exactly. And <laughs> they put so much makeup on me. I, I don't know why, but I guess they wanted my what skin kind of makeup? very white. Oh. So I looked the movie White Chicks. I looked like one of those guys oh, or one of okay. those girls. Because that's like in in some Asian cultures, that's a sign of what dignity and like rich. Yeah, right? kind like, of is like so. That's another cool culture thing, uh, or just different, is that in a lot of these, especially northern Asian countries, mm-hmm. um, the tanner you are, they kind of see it as like poverty because that means you, you work, work in outside. The fields. You yeah, work in the fields. yeah, yeah. So like in the summer, you always see, especially women. They're covered Lighten up. Lighten their skin. They want, they want white skin. They don't want to get a tan. God, it's the opposite of the and, US. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I couldn't understand it. I was like, well, I'm, I guess I'm a poor man because I can lay out in the sun all day long. All right. Well, Shut I know you have pictures, so I have to see a picture of this, but we have to find this We have to find this movie. this movie. I've reached out to one of the main actors and uh, another guy, another American, but I have yet to succeed in finding this movie. Well, if if this podcast does nothing else, hopefully it can accomplish that. Oh, my gosh. Someone hears it and says... I could die a happy man if you can find this movie. I know this movie. That would be amazing. Is there Mongolian Netflix? 
There is not one going to Netflix. I was going to say, maybe it's like on there. That would be fun. Use oh. the VPN. Man, this is a me to reach out more. We do a little digging. Okay, let's do some digging and let's I find really, that Mongolian That's movie. hilarious. That, that just popped in my head. But yeah, I have some funny pictures from it, but yeah, that's Pretty it. Pretty much the opposite of what we've talked about today. We're talking about the unprofessional yeah. side you're going <laughs> to talk about. You're going to talk cool about how you were in a movie. This is the cool side of oh, it. I'm in a Mongolian movie. This. There's a great red sides carpet to this. event. And there's so many things that, you know... There's so many sacrifices you had to make, you know, right. to have these cool stories, right. to have these right. funny stories. There were so many to things. Travel to the places. Just think you about all the travel. things that I went through for the four months leading up to this. Yeah, there were just one reason after another for me to leave the country. Just quit. Yeah, but you can't sweat the small stuff. No. You know exactly. You got to push that shit to the side. Absolutely. You can't drown. You know, in the unprofessional sides, mm-hmm. you got to remember why you're there, what your purpose is, and yeah. what your dream is. And at this point, just expect it. Expect the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. And you go in. the best, expect the worst. Yeah, I think you go in with your expectations and the things outside of football and soccer. Right. Um, I think you just kind of give low expectations into right, that because right, that right. shit doesn't matter. Right. You know, in everyday life, when you're at a job and, you know, you might not be getting along with your colleagues or whatever it may be, right. these little small things, right. don't let that distract you from what your goal is and what exactly. your purpose is. Exactly. And you get into that. And if it's you just stress a, that small stuff, it'll beat you exactly. down. Exactly. And just learn from it, figure out a solution for whatever the, whatever the problem, whatever problem came up. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it's just making you a stronger person, whether it's mentally, physically, whatever, whatever is happening, you can learn from it and you can make yourself better. Absolutely. In every situation, you can look at it a certain way and just improve yourself as a person. Like we said, you can't grow in comfort. You got to exactly. make those sacrifices. And I think that's a great place to, to talk about for next sure. time. Yes. Yeah, sacrifices. sacrifices that we've had to make make and we've made a ton you know not as much as anyone else but just no, to talk just about a, what we've a different done. situation yeah just to talk about what we've done and, and what we've sacrificed to get to this point and things that we continue to sacrifice and ultimately it's all worth it it's all worth it follow, this the, pursuit. follow our dream and and hopefully one day we'll get there we'll get there <laughs> i don't know why you're but looking is, at me like that but there is there is no um there is no end point there's no end point. I think it's, it's just... It's all about the journey. It's the process. It's the process. It's not getting from A to B. It's enjoying exactly. from A to B. Exactly. And before we end this episode, uh, I just want to say thank you for all the support and feedback you've gotten for this. Yeah. And um, actually, I'm quite amazed at how many people we've reached so far. Yeah, there's been and, quite, uh, a, quite a few reaching out to some us. Some real positive feedback. People we them. haven't talked to in many years, and that's so right. cool to know that they you know support and, Absolutely. and enjoy it. and. You know, we're always looking for feedback to build this. Yeah, to where please it can be, let so. us know what we can do better. You know, anything, maybe something you're interested in hearing or yeah. just let us know. We're open. We're open. Yeah. And just make sure to, uh, I know it's the cliche thing, but yeah. like, like, like subscribe, subscribe, leave a rating if you can, yes, a review. That would, that would be, that would very be awesome. Helpful. Plug the pod. Plug the pod, pass the pod. <laughs> Plug the pod, pass the pod. There you go. Plug it and pass it. And uh, the game. we'll see you next Monday. Yes, sir. So until next time. Keep moving forward, keep learning, and make your own path. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way.